0: Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music, where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church, and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Hey, this is David Zimmer. This is Bob Gofflin,
1: and we're great at doing this. <laughs> we are, especially our <laughs> intro. That's the best part of the whole whole program. If you only knew what happens behind the scenes, uh, no one we're should. Ju- know.
0: We're just not professionals at no this. Know that.
1: But they know by what we're doing here that we are professionals.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, so, Bob, we had a fascinating conversation uh, on the last podcast. We thought it was that we did about being uh, overly busy and burnout. Yep, um, which a
1: lot of people are. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and but I think I was a little bit just unsatisfied at the at the you know end of the podcast. I don't feel like we you know got to a talk about it as extensively as I wish. Of course,
1: we're trying to keep these under thirty minutes. So <laughs> yeah, it's not like we just keep talking about talking. Hey, how about this? So, but you're right. No, I felt I felt similar. It's like oh, there's more we could say. Yeah. So I, I was
0: you know thinking about it, and we talked briefly about it, um, but I wanted to focus this podcast on how we think about. Uh, our time and our tasks. Yeah, um, And just to start, uh, this passage came to mind in Luke ten thirty eight, 38, uh, and I'm going to read the passage. Okay. Uh, now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha came to uh, welcome Him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to His teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. Uh, so I guess this passage begs, you know, as leaders uh, or employees in the church, uh, are we giving ourselves to the wrong tasks?
1: Oh wow, yeah, um, which can can cause a lot of what we talked about last week. Exactly, the busyness. I feel so busy, and and out. Well, I think we touched on that. You know, are we doing the the right things and for the right reasons? Mostly right. focused, I think, on the right reasons. Yes. Right.
0: I think a lot of the the previous podcast, and if you haven't listened to it, you can go back to it, uh, but it was a lot of our heart motives, yeah. uh, which I think is so helpful. Um, but just even thinking about our priorities and the time that we take to do those and our tasks, mm. all of those that
1: combined, how would, how do we think through that? Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is we can confuse busyness with productivity so mm-hmm. we we can think because we're doing a lot of things that things good things must be happening. So you know, for the the music world in the church, you know, we, we've got a lot of people working. We've we've you know, given ourselves to uh, preparing arrangements or preparing songs or notes or getting in contact with people or having rehearsals. Or um, it brings to mind the people who say, you know, I just talked to a guy recently who said he would rehearse every Saturday night for two and a half hours, mm. bef- you know, before the Sunday meeting and. My first thought was, how in the world do you rehearse for two and a half hours? Wow! For a Sunday, I mean, we rehearse forty-five minutes, maybe an hour on a Sunday morning, but usually forty-five minutes. Yeah. Um, and it, you are you doing the right thing? Are you giving yourself mm. to the right thing? So that will certainly make someone feel busy because right. it's two and a half hours every Saturday night. And that's a lot of time. Yeah. So uh, you, you, I think, rather than asking, you know, how much am I doing, and you know, am I doing too much, too little? We really need to step back and ask, like, why are we doing the things we're doing? Which again gets to the heart. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not necessarily because you're doing something for you know the praise of man, or mm-hmm. it it just may be that. You're not sure why you're really doing what you're doing. You know what your goal is. So, mm-hmm. um, we I think we were talking about this just recently. Just the whole idea of rehearsals. Yeah. So you can feel like you just need to do a lot of rehearsal, and and people do. Uh, but what is the goal of that rehearsing? Mm-hmm. Like what what are you aiming to do? So is the goal to have a you know, finely polished, perfectly flowing, no mistakes, no glitches, no errors, everything's syncing together, uh, perfectly played arrangements like we rehearsed them. Is that the goal?
0: Yeah. I right.
1: mean, I, I right. hope not. Um, I mean, you're, neither are you trying to do things that are distracting and sloppy and like nobody cares. That's not the goal either. Mm-hmm. There is a specific goal and the goal is to enable, to sing songs and hymns, psalms and hymns and spiritual songs that enable the Word of Christ to dwell in people richly. Mm-hmm. So that's the gospel, dwelling in people richly as they sing. Right. They're teaching and admonishing one another. So, so, so our music really serves that end. Mm-hmm. So our rehearsals should serve that end. Right. So how much time do you give... Do you need to give to rehearsing songs so that that happens? Mm-hmm. You know, I'd suggest probably not as much as you think. Right. You know, n- no one's going to be. Now, I appreciate a nice arrangement of of an old song, you know, yeah. fresh arrangement. Yeah. But sometimes those arrangements are. Are like too much. Mm. It's like I'm more aware of the arrangement than I am freshly aware of the lyrics. Right. Remember a few Sundays ago, you were leading and we were singing the hymn "How Firm a Foundation." Mm-hmm. and you had some nice little guitar me- melody in the mm-hmm. turn, and it just it just gave a little lift to the song. I I'm sure it didn't take you know hours to figure out that turn. It was just you told the guitar player, "Hey, why don't you do this?" And he mm-hmm. did, and you know it was just really nice, but. But that doesn't take hours of practice. Right. Yeah. And and we've talked on this podcast uh,
0: over these couple seasons about... I mean, it gets down to philosophy, mm. a, a lot of philosophy of what is your Sunday... And theology. M- and theology, yeah. yeah. Uh, of what is the purpose of your Sunday mornings. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if the purpose is for that set to be perfectly executed with perfect transitions...
1: That set being the the music and the scripture and yes. the prayers and all the things that go into that part of the meeting, yes. lest we think the set is like the song set the song list you know which right. it, I'm sorry I just had to interrupt it that's that's this concert um, terminology right that is pretty common you yes. know, the set which takes it away from the whole meeting. Absolutely. You know, it's it's part of the liturgy. Right. It's not like this separate thing. So I just wanted to make that point.
0: That's no, and I think that's I mean? a great point. Well, and to sort of, you know, continue my thought, that that set mentality is these songs are dialed.
1: Yes. This yes. is,
0: you know, and I think it goes into the philosophy questions and theology questions yeah. that we've been talking about throughout this podcast. Yes. and And so I just, again, I think that's so important for for worship leaders or anybody who's preparing songs on Sunday to hear that and question, why do we do those two-hour yes. rehearsals? Or what is the ultimate
1: goal? Yeah, because being doing stuff is not the same as doing what the Lord wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Doing stuff is not the same as, as being productive. And that, we were talking about something else earlier that I think is that ties into this, this feeling of... Uh, you know, business and burnout, and and just the time we invest and uh, the tasks we give ourselves to, and just the way we put all that together. And it's this, that I know myself, I can maybe give myself to the right tasks, but do it in such a way that I wait till the very end to really give myself to them, like the last minute to give Mm. myself to them. So rather than just being faithful, maybe at the beginning of the week... In the middle of the week, or you know, whatever, I, I can wait till the end, the very last minute, and I end up, you know, squeezing it all in, and you know, oh, I can't come because I'm doing this. You know, I, I make myself like the martyr. And I'm the hero because, you know, despite all the things on my plate, all the things I have to do, all the people crying for my attention, all the tasks that I could give myself to, I'm doing this because I'm doing the Lord's will. And, you know, we make ourselves look like this amazing saint that in the last minute comes through. And yes, we've come through. And just how much that appeals to our pride, you know? And again, faithfulness isn't flashy. Yes. Like just right. doing stuff behind closed doors when no one's looking and preparing and just when you should so that you're ready. I mean that's a lesson that I'm still learning, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but I hope I'm better at it than I used to be because I I don't want to be that martyr. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the guy who's suffering because they're working so hard and and every time we feel that way that's that's a real opportunity for heart check. Right. You know why do I feel it was like Elijah after he had you know defeated the prophets of Baal and he's saying Lord I'm the only one I'm the only one and the Lord says no I got seven thousand know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not the only one stop whining you know it's the Lord's working through us mm-hmm. but so many times we at partly maybe because we're lazy mm-hmm. partly because we just were not self controlled which is a Another area yeah. that I think this this ties into, and and that is just the knowing our limitations. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we need to both know our capabilities and our limitations. Yeah. So if you don't know your capabilities. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you you can not do what the Lord's called you to do. You know, not work hard, not not want to serve people because you think, well, I can't do that. No, I'm not really able. I mean, I meet vocalists like this all the time who, you know, ask them to to maybe sing so- something a verse or, well, I can't really do that. Well, I said, no, you can. I, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't have you up here <laughs> serving the church unless I thought you could do it. Yeah, you're just afraid you're not going to do it very well and. But you can, you know, mm. so you have to know your capabilities, but then you, we have to know our limitations. Mm. And that I think that's another, you know, it ties into what we give our time to, the tasks we commit to. Um, it's so easy, and this could be an artist thing, this could be a, music, a musician thing, of course it could be for anybody. It's just so easy to think, do you know what, I love doing what I'm doing and people want me to do stuff, so... I'm just going to be a continual yes, you know, can you do this? Right. Yes, can you do this? Right. Yes, right. Well, can you do this? Yes, but you know those two things are at the same time. Well, it's no problem. <laughs> yes, I can do them. I or, can swing it or that's right, or the time that you are going to need to prepare for those things, mm. they occupy the same space mm and so right my you know julie my wife is very familiar with the you know the husband who well i'm late because i had to you know do whatever why did you have to do whatever well because i i was doing all this other stuff earlier and <laughs> i shouldn't have been doing that and but i felt like i couldn't say no and you know that whole thing of can you say no because you were just humbly acknowledging your limitations, yeah, it's hard,
0: yeah, well, uh, and go ahead, yeah, well, and in that in that no, it's showing like what you're prioritizing, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and I think that's that's what you're saying, and when I look at that passage again, that you know Martha, the Lord's response to Martha is, "You're anxious and troubled, yeah, about many things. And if it's always yes, that does lead yes. to anxiety and a troubled <laughs> spirit that there's so... Oh, I have so many plates spinning. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Whether, you know Whether it's self-focused and you're taking on too much and not prioritizing, or whether you're not doing anything yes. and it's sort of a martyr complex and you're taking that on, hmm. um, it's still an inward version of what are you prioritizing. Yes.
1: Yes, and that gets to—it's not just a matter of laying out all, everything you have to do and saying that's a priority, that's a priority, that's, that's nothing. Our priority is serving the Lord. Our priority is loving the Lord. Mm-hmm. Our, our priority is listening to His voice. I sh- that's really where we start. That's that's—it's hearing Him. It's 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 asking ourselves what what does the Lord want? Mm-hmm. Well, we have to listen to Him. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Well, we spend time in His Word. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's, and we pray, um, and and we, you know, attend to the regular means of grace that God has given us. You know, mm-hmm. the the Sunday meeting, uh, the Lord's Supper, um, fellowship. Just we 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 want to hear what the Lord is saying, but primarily through His Word. The Lord's spoken to us. He said, "These are my priorities." Mm-hmm and if if we think that you know we can determine our priorities without having a heart to hear from the lord and to serve him well there's no question we're going to be messed up mm. and there's no question we're going to be anxious and troubled so so here's the reality if if we are anxious and troubled something's wrong mm. it's not it, not it doesn't mean we're a terrible person doesn't mean that we're a loser. It just means that something's wrong, hmm. and and we need to go to the Lord and say, Lord, show me the root of this. Like what, how, why is why am I anxious? Because Jesus says, don't be anxious. Yeah, right. seek first the kingdom. All these things will be added to you. Don't worry about what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat. Right. The, the Father takes care of the birds of the air. He takes care of the lilies of the field. They're dressed better than Solomon ever was. Don't you think He's going to take care of you? Mm. And yet we read those words and we think, well, yeah, it doesn't apply to me. Because the Lord expects me to do you know, these things. I'm responsible. I'm responsible. Yes, we're responsible, but we're responsible first to realize what losers we are. What you know, how inadequate we are, how insufficient we are, and how Jesus is our savior, he is our righteousness, he is our sanctification, he mm-hmm. is our redemption, he's our everything. Mm-hmm. And apart from him we can't do anything. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, just the, the whole priorities and tasks, like, oh, what have I got to do? You know, I, I can recommend books that will help us get, How about help me, um, you, you know, Be More Thoughtful About the Things I Do, Biblical Productivity by CJ Mahaney, um, Deep Work by Cal Newport, mm. talks about how, you know, we just need to set aside time to think about our lives. And not, not just be do, 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 mm. we need to give deep thought to the things we do, mm. or else we could you know, have our ladder up against the long, wrong wall. We get up to the top, you know, climb, 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 work, 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 work. We get up, we say, oh my gosh, I'm at the wrong wall. <laughs> I'm at the totally wrong place. And <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster that is. But how many yeah. of us do that mm-hmm. because we don't take time to think about, am I doing the right things even, you know? Yeah. And the implications of your busyness
0: also touches every life around you. You know,
1: yes, it's yes.
0: it's. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're putting a burden too heavy on your team, that causes their burnout and, and anxiousness, and it
1: certainly can contribute. You know, to it. Yeah. I want you to
0: practice this more and yes. nail this part and nail these lines and. Yeah, and and I think and even um, even as you were saying the sort of like meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting, you know, back to back. Yes. That can also bring a, just a, again, that that priority keeps coming to mind of just, you're just pushing your inconveniencing like it's the dominoes. Well, I think,
1: yeah, I think we talked about this earlier. I mean, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but um, when you, I would set up meetings, you know, nine, 10, 11, 12. And I'd want to you know serve the person I'm with first I'd be late to the first meeting because I'm be doing something else <laughs> then I would you know wanna want to make that person feel like oh I really love them so I'll like, extend the time mm. well that makes me na- late for the next meeting mm-hmm. so I get to that that meeting and I say oh I'm so sorry I'm late but you know I was with this person so oh I was with this person oh I was I had this phone call oh, oh I'm a busy person oh I'm important oh I'm incredible I, I have so much so many demands on my time but now I'm giving my time to you. Aren't you glad? Aren't you honored?" So I spent time with that person and again, I have to go late because I was late at the beginning. I have to go late again. and so. But it's because I love you so much and I care for you because I'm such an amazing person, so kind, so merciful, so (laughs) compassionate. And look at me, I'm a hero. And the same thing (laughs) and just go on and on like that. And you realize it's hard to be faithful And it's hard to be humble, not because it's complicated, but Mm. because it confronts our pride. Mm. It confronts our sinful desire to look like we are amazing, to look like we can do a lot of stuff, we can love a lot of people, get a lot done. And the reality is, getting back to that idea of limitations, we have limitations. God's given us a certain amount to do, and He's given us grace to do it. And when we go beyond that we're not going to have grace. Yeah. And it's going to be hard and or, or we're going to be proud because we've accomplished so much, but the lord's not going to get glory for that. We're not going to give him glory for that. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, mostly these for us. It's like, well, wow, look what I you know, right. and that's how we that's how we tend to think. So this whole area, it really it does get back to our hearts. I mean, you yeah. just if we are feeling overwhelmed and and like we've just got too much to do, it, we do need to look at, you know, what are we giving our time to? What are the tasks we have? Um, I read an email earlier today about a guy who was quoting another email uh, mm. where he was talking about the difference between spending time and investing time. Mm. You know, spending time, yeah, we all spend time and we try and save time and how that's not... an adequate picture of of really what we do with time. We invest time.
0: That's good. We
1: we give thought to it. We we make it grow and at least we should, we can. And if we're not investing time, well, then we're just wasting time. Mm. So you know with everything I'm doing, I've got to be asking, in the Lord's eyes, is this the right investment of my time? -hmm. I mean, for me, uh, and I know this wouldn't be, uh, I'm sure there's some way you can apply this. You know, I'll get emails from people asking, you know, can you do this for me? Can you, we all get those kind of emails. You know, for me, it's can you evaluate a song? Yeah. Can you evaluate this thing that I've done? Can you check this out? Can you, you know, my desire, my heart desire is to say, of course. I mean, yeah, because I want to serve and I want to glorify the Lord and I want to serve you Mm -hmm. and I want to be a friend. I don't want to be seen as like a stuck up, you know, snob who can't Mm -hmm. answer emails and, you Mm -hmm. know, I have my own little world that I live in. So I want to be a good friend and I want to say, sure, absolutely. But you know, David, after you do that like a hundred times and you, like you only come through on like three of them, (laughs) you just begin to realize, maybe I can't do all of them. Mm. But it's... It fights my pride yeah. and my, you know, what would they think of me? What would they, I don't know what they think of me, but I know what the Lord thinks of me. And I, yeah. I, I know that He loves me, but He wants me to serve His purposes. Mm-hmm. And I have things that I'm committed to. I have, you know, a wife that God's called me to love. I have a church that God's called me to, you know, I'm a pastor that, I, that God's called me to care for. I have friends that I'm committed to. I have other responsibilities that 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 I'm committed to. And I mean, sometimes I'll just say to people, "I'd love to do that, but if I do this, I'll have to push something else off my plate that I'm already committed to that I that I feel God's called me to do." So mm-hmm. I'd love to do it, and of course, if I can think of some other way that that person can be served, I, I'd want to do that. But I, I think if we're just content with you know the the tasks that the Lord has given us and the time the Lord has given us to do them in we'll be a lot happier yeah. and a lot more fruitful. Yeah. You know, o- over over the long haul, we'll just be a lot more fruitful.
0: Yeah, it's definitely... It takes a deeper faith and trust in the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That He is accomplishing mm. what He is accomplishing through you and the time He's given to you. And that trust in the Lord, um, that you know, helps with the anxiousness yes. and the troubled heart that doesn't trust. Yeah. And I have to do this. I have to I have to always be giving so much in every context. Yes. And I just think, um, yeah, it's it takes faith to trust in his sovereignty. It does. But the reward is so much better. It's the good portion yeah. that the Lord says, you know, that Mary has chosen.
1: Yeah, I, I don't remember if we if uh, we talked about this last time or not, but um, you know, just think of the fact that Jesus came to save the world, and we know just about nothing of the first thirty years right. of his life.
0: No, we haven't talked about that. That's fascinating.
1: Uh, we know that one day, you know, he stayed behind <laughs> when they left Jerusalem, and he was listening and asking questions in yep. the temple. Yep, that's what we know. We knew he grew in favor with God and man, and uh, that's it. So, like for 30 years, he's just in obscurity. Mm. And when he comes, it's not like, okay, I got three years. I, I gotta get this done now, now, now. You know, it was just no, he'd spend, you know, nights praying, just going away. You know, at the end of Mark, I think it's uh, you know, the disciples saying, The the people in this town are praying for you. And he said, Well, let's go to this other town because you know I've got to minister to them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really? Let me just find that. Jesus, what are you, are you sure? He um, says, uh, they said, that verse uh, 37, Mark 1, they found him and said to him, everyone's looking for you. I just can't imagine how they're saying that. Everyone's looking for you. <laughs> and he said to them, well, okay, that's not in the Bible. Let's go on to the next towns <laughs> that I may preach there also. Hmm. For that is why I came out. And that was preceded by, verse 35, rising very early in the morning while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place. And there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him and they found him and said to him, everyone's looking for you. (laughs) Now here's the difference between Jesus and us. I mean, there are many differences between Jesus and us, but here's one of them. Um, We just start with... Oh my gosh, everyone's looking for me. Mm-hmm. We missed the whole first part. Mm-hmm. I'm good, you know, the most important thing about my day? I mean, how many of us don't look at our phones within the first 10 minutes of waking up? I mean, I, if you don't, that's great. And I try not to, except for my Bible. You know, I, I use it for Bible memory. But how often are we looking at emails and texts and and just, oh, oh, everybody's looking for me, everybody's looking for me. So, you know, God's mm-hmm. looking for you. Mm. He's He's looking for you and saying, here's what I want you to do today. Mm-hmm. And so the father says to Jesus, I want you to go to these towns. And so when the disciples say, everyone's looking for you, Jesus is thinking, you know what? That's not what my father wants me to do. So we're going over here. Mm. That just brings so much peace. Yeah. So much, you yeah. know, and I think that's the faith to know that, yeah, God's given us things to do and... And we can do those and be totally happy that we're doing what He's called us to do, and that yes. Jesus got done everything He wanted to do, was, was was supposed to do, and it was for our benefit. Yeah. So that where we feel we failed, haven't measured up, haven't done everything we wanted to do, Jesus is taking care of it. Right. He's perfected all our our offerings, and we can go to sleep at night, lay our head down on the pillow with joy, with peace, knowing that. Lord, we did our best today. Jesus perfected everything we didn't do, and Your mercies will be new tomorrow morning.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it just flies in the face of uh, our our culture that says, you know, build it now.
1: you no, know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, do it now. Uh, you know, get yourself out there. You, you've wasted so much time. You're getting older. You know, it's just yes. <laughs> it 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 totally flies in the face. But I just love that phrase. You know, faithfulness isn't flashy. It's, it's just not. consistency over time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I, I'm thankful that we could extend this conversation. Yeah, me too.
1: Me too. Um, As we could still talk more about this stuff, but maybe we should just end it right here.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for listening and for tuning in and, uh, and being a part of this conversation. Hope
1: you can join us the next time. Yep. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at SovereignGraceMusic.org.